Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast, uh, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, as always, Tim Edwards. Flying solo again today. Sean Matheson, unfortunately unavailable this afternoon, so we'll be doing this solo. We've got lots coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. It's been a few weeks since we've been on, so we're back and better than ever. Uh, we review the week that was in SA Greyhound Racing, including the heats of the Daish Irrigation and fodder Murray Bridge Cup. Of course, those heats were run last Friday. Uh, we then preview the big meeting on Sunday night, March 15th, at Murray Bridge, the running of the Cup. And, of course, we've got an interview coming up with Anthony as a party as well. That's all coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Week in Review brought to us by Daish Irrigation and Fodder. They are the sponsors of Sunday's big night there at Murray Bridge. The great supporters of the Murray Bridge Greyhound Racing Club and they'll be sponsoring the Cup there on Sunday night. So we're looking back at the Week in Review. We're going to have a look back on last Thursday night. We had the heats of the SA launching pad. We're also looking back at also the heats of the Murray Bridge Cup last Friday. Uh, just before we touch on those, we should mention too, it's been a while since we've had our last dog cast. We're back and ready to go now, of course, but... Uh, during that break, we had the uh, addition of the Greyhound of the Year Awards, which were hosted back in February. And, of course, uh, Benny Rawlings. We should give congratulations to Ben and his team winning the Greyhound of the Year with Alicante Boucher. So, well done to Ben Rawlings. Uh, she was a clear-cut winner in the end over Kurong Lucy in the Greyhound of the Year Award. Uh, for 2019. Um, we'll hopefully have been on the program in the, in the coming weeks and have a chat to him about that uh, Greyhound winning the award, but that, of course, happened a few weeks ago. In regards to what happened last week, let's go back and turn our attention to the, the launching pad heats last Thursday night. And, of course, we've got the final of that edition on Thursday night this week. And our two heat winners were Fantastic Reef, who got the money again, winning three in a row. And, of course, Canley Pebbles was able to cling on to a close victory, hanging on to score in the other heat of the launching pad. So the final field we'll touch on in the preview. But uh, it was some pretty good racing there last Thursday night, and those two heats were certainly the highlight of the night last Thursday. Fantastic Reef going really well at the moment. It's won its last three. And, of course, Canley Pebbles, only a lightly raced greyhound. It's only had three starts, I think, from memory. Uh, it's won two of them and was able to cling on to win last week from box number one. She certainly won't have it as easy on Thursday night. She comes up with box number eight. But they, of course, were the two races that were the features last Thursday night, the heats of the launching pad. Really good racing Friday. We had uh, heats of the Murray Bridge Cup thanks to Dace Irrigation and Fodder. Let's have a look back at those results from Friday. Heat number one uh, was race number three last Friday at Murray Bridge. Carencia was able to win. Great to see Carencia back here in South Australia. First up from a little spell, trained by Kieran Corby. Went to Murray Bridge having its first look up there and ran 25.37. Uh, jumped well. Uh, sat second mid-race, was able to hug the rail and certainly was really strong late. So I think if it's, there's going to be an upset in the race, uh, upset the favourite, of course, on on uh, Sunday this week, uh, it may be Carencia now that he's had that run there at, uh, at Murray Bridge. So Carencia defeated Hot Sophie. Hot Sophie was able to lead, but she got awfully tight over the concluding stages. But Hot Sophie does qualify for the final running second. So uh, she makes her way into the final there on Sunday. But Carencia ran 25 30 Heat number two, Kurong Lucy. Well, she won. 
Um, she was beaten for speed early by Air Marshall, who went really well. Uh, Air Marshall was qualified for the final as well, but uh, he was grabbed right on the line by Kurong Lucy, who looked a bit flat in the early stages of the race. But uh, as we know with Kurong Lucy, you can never ride her off, and she charged her along the rail late to pick up Air Marshall over the concluding stages. Look, she ran 25.42. She's better than that, and I expect her to really step up in the final. She really does produce it on the big nights. So Kurong Lucy made her way into the the final uh, running that time there of 25 and 42. Third heat, uh, Short Pork, who we're going to talk to Anthony as a party about a bit later on. Absolutely stunning win. Broke the track record. Ran 25.08. Was able to annihilate the opposition. Uh, missed the kick from the inside, but railed really well. And first look at the track. I tell you what, you, you wouldn't have known that, the way that he finished the race off so strongly. Uh, box 8 record in the final. Of course, he goes from box 1 in the heat to box 8 in the final. We'll talk about that a bit later on. But, oh, gee, going to be hard to beat. That was a terrific run on Friday. And he took everybody, uh, everyone just basically sat up and thought, wow, how good's this dog? Short pork. So he ran 25.08. He defeated Soda Crash. And look, there was a big gap between first and second. So short pork qualifying for the final. Uh, the other heats, uh, heat number four, Corborn Terry was able to win. Running 25 and 51, defeating Seal the Deal. Corborn Terry jumped well. He was headed off mid-race by Wild Marilyn, uh, but basically hooked off Wild Marilyn's heels at the top of the home straight, was able to run her down to win. So uh, nice win, Corborn Terry, 25-51. He's a dog that's always going to run on. He's a strong type, so he'll be finishing on hard in the final. Uh, he was a qualifier for Tony Rasmussen. Heat number five, Toby Time, a kennel mate of Short Pork, trained by Anthony Azapati, was able to win. This race was marred with a little bit of uh, interference during the run. A few greyhounds copped some checks here, including Panhandle Slim, who fell, and Toby Time was able to whiz over from box number eight and lead all the way. Ran 25.55. It's going to have to run quicker time to beat its kennel mate in the final, but nevertheless, he got the job done, and he'll improve on that run. He was able to box very well from box number eight and lead throughout, defeating Daniels Charlie. As I said, 25.55 was the time. And uh, the other heat, Alfieri, well, he's a Murray Bridge specialist, this dog, uh, trained by Bill Wodorczyk. He was able to muster up. He just wouldn't let Winburn Lethal cross him early, and whilst he was able to hold the rail, he was able to be strong to the line. He ran 25-21 and you know for a fact in the final he is going to love Murray Bridge and he's going to give you a great sight for your money. So it is a ripping field there. We'll touch on that in the preview shortly but they were the six heats from Murray Bridge on Friday and of course the two launching pad heats we spoke about as well and as we said congratulations to Ben Rawlings uh, winning the Greyhound of the Year with Alicardi Boucher. That was the Week in Review thanks to Dace Irrigation and Fodder. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company, but we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program. <laughs> Not kids! That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out. GapSA.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Preview. All right, let's look at this big week of Greyhound Racing. It is a huge week. We've got uh, the launching pad final on Thursday night at Angle Park. That's race number six due at 19 past eight local time. And, of course, Sunday's big night at Murray Bridge. It's going to be a ripping night there. They've got the gallops during the day, so hopefully a few of the people who are going the gallops will get up to the Greyhound Sunday night and enjoy that fantastic race, which we'll touch on in a moment. 
Let's have a look at the launching pad Thursday night, race number six. Great race. As we said, the qualifying heat winners were Fantastic Reef and Canley Pebbles. I don't think you could be more impressed with what Shadow Burner did running second. He has really improved his game over the last four starts. He strung together two wins in a row. Uh, after running second four starts ago. He stepped out there last Thursday night. He gave them a start, absolutely motored home, and ran second in a photo finish. One more bounty wins for sure. I think he's the dog on the way up here, Shadowburner. I think he's going to take some beating. I know he ran second in the heats. Fantastic Reef is going so well. You can't discount this Greyhound. I think one of those two might win. I'll go seven over five at this early stage. Worth a shout, number four, Kennelmate of Shadow Burner is a greyhound knocking on the door. It's been runner-up its last four occasions. It's going to get a clear run early because number three, Blister, likes to explode out of the lids. So I think if you're playing a trifecta in that race, the launching pad, I think these are the numbers you need. Seven, five, four, and potentially number one, Fantastic Flame. Box number one can certainly fill a top four spot. I'm going to risk Canley Pebbles. I think she's an improving type. She wasn't brilliant out of the boxes last week, but she is improving with each run. Box number eight worries me a little bit with her. She's only on the light frame side, side of things, and if she cops a bump early, she might be in trouble. So I'll risk her on uh, on Thursday night. But I think Shadow Burner, from what he did last week, he's going to improve again, and uh, he's going to take some beating in the SA launching pad there on Thursday night. A couple of other good bets there Thursday night. I think Boss 350 can win race number one. He comes up with the ace box here. He's always had loads of ability, this bloke. He's had some injuries along the away but he comes up with box one on Thursday night I think there's only one danger in the race and that's probably Rockstar Fletch uh, American man's not racing as well as he can so I'm happy to take him on Thursday night as well so I think boss 350 from box number one is going to be very hard to beat the other one I'll say is race three number six zipping gallon really well placed here over the 731 and um, it comes up against Sir Truculent and my boy Bean here I think he's the better dog, Zipping Gallon. They could be hard to beat on Thursday night. So race one, number one. Race three, number six are my two best plays there for Thursday night. And, of course, race number six, the launching pad. I'm going for Shadow Burner, number seven. Now, let's have a look at this final field for Murray Bridge on Sunday night. What a fantastic race this is going to be. Uh, I don't think that the club or GRSA could have come up with a better field, really. Here's the box draw. Number one, Corborn Terry for Tony Rasmussen ran 25-51 in the heat. Number two, Carencia, Kieran Corby, ran 25 and 37. That was his first look. He will improve on that. Three, Air Marshal. Fantastic run for Ray Murray. He's come up with box three. Now, he ran 25-44, getting beaten. He showed good speed. He's a really progressive type Air Marshal. I like him here. I think he's going to run well. Four, Alfieri, Bill Wadorczyk. Now, he's ran 25-21 last uh, Friday. He used the rail to perfection. He's got a very good record at Murray Bridge. Five is Hot Sophie. She's a speed dog. She'll go forward. She ran 25.45 in qualifying second last start. She's going to need to go a lot better to win this race, but she has got speed to burn. Now, she could be the reason Kurong Lucy comes into play here. Kurong Lucy's come up with box six, ran 25.42 last week. We know she can go better. She ran second in the Greyhound of the Year award. Uh, she's been going great guns of late. She won the St. Ledger going back a few weeks ago, and we know how good she is at Murray Bridge. So she's a big player here. Seven is Toby Time, trained by Anthony Azapati. It ran 25.55. And number eight is Short Pork, who is the favourite, the early favourite for the Cup. He broke the track record and ran 25.08. He comes up with box number eight. So that's your lineup. The reserves are so to crash and seal the deal. I think if Sealed the Deal was able to get a start, he'd be some chance too. But 
Oh, great race it's going to be. My early thoughts here are, I think you have to go with short pork. He was so good last week. He won't want to miss the start too much on Sunday night. But I think being box number eight, he's got the kettle mate drawn underneath who does show speed. There's speed from Kurong Lucy as well. I think he'll get the right run over short pork. And now that he's had that try at the track, he's going to be very hard to beat. I've got him on top of Kurong Lucy. I think Carencia number two is a big player. Now he's had the start there. He's not overly brilliant early, but what he is, he's very strong. So I think Carencia needs to go in. And for fourth, I'll throw in number three, Air Marshall, a dog that's getting fitter with each run. He's uh, strung together about four wins in a row prior to his last start second. I think he's the, the roughy in the race who can fill a top four spot. But that's that's leaving out the likes of Alfieri and Toby Time here. So it is a brilliant Murray Bridge Cup, and I don't think the club or GRSA could have asked for a better field. So looking forward to that on Sunday night. It's going to be a big night there at Murray Bridge, the running of the, the Daesh Irrigation and Fodder Murray Bridge Cup. That is the preview of this week's racing, of course, the launching pad on Thursday, and, of course, the, uh, the big race there on Sunday night, the Murray Bridge Cup. That's brought to us by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Now, if you want free tips, jump onto Twitter, search at the Dogs SA, and get on board. And as always, gamble responsibly. The interview. Yeah, the interview this week on the Dogcast is Anthony Azapati, who's got a very good chance of winning the Murray Bridge Cup on Sunday night. He's got a fabulous team of Greyhounds in work, does Anthony, and he's about to join us on the Dogcast. Uh, hello, Anthony. Yeah, hello, how you going? Good, thanks, mate. Good, thanks. Um, congratulations on qualifying two runners for the Murray Bridge Cup on Sunday night. It's going to be a terrific race, a short pork and Toby time. Yeah, no, they went real well. It's a nice little race and, yeah, looking forward to it. All right, just before we touch on those Greyhounds chances, Anthony, um, obviously you're a, you're a famous Greyhound trainer all over Australia. You've had some great Greyhounds over your time. What uh, what was the key to getting your two dogs coming to Murray Bridge? Of course, you had a couple of others in as well, but... Uh, when was this race put on the radar? Oh, look, early early um, last month, really. I just had these couple I picked out, and I thought it would be a nice little race for them, you know, just leading up to two other races. And I just wanted to do a bit of travelling with them because they're a little bit highly strung, and I wanted to sort of get a bit of travelling on their legs just to settle them down. And, yeah, look, uh, it's just a race I just picked, you know, for those dogs. Where are your base these days, Anthony? Where's the base uh, for your kennel? Um, I'm in a place called Rosalie. It's near Backers Marsh in Victoria. Um, we're on 80 acres here. We bought a couple of years ago. We've fully set it up now and it's up and running. So, yeah, it's a, bit, it's a beautiful part of Melbourne where we are. Mm, yeah, certainly sounds like it. Uh, how many greyhounds have you got in work at the moment, Anthony? Um, I've got 30 kennels here and there's about 29 in work here at the moment. Wow, but that's keep probably you busy. the limit. Yeah, mm. it keeps us busy. So, mm. um, look, I'm very lucky to have good people behind me as well. They. They do their job right, and they really care for the greyhounds, and they, they treat them like their own, so I'm very lucky. Of course, you've had some wonderful greyhounds over your time, Anthony. Whiskey right? would he be the best of them? Ah, oh, look, he, he could, yeah, yeah, I could say that, because he did win the race of my dreams, really. Um, he's just a dog that every time you put him on the track, he just, no matter what happens, he, he just gets the job done, you know? He's mm. very rare to get dogs like that, so... Yeah, look, I've had, like like you said, I've had a lot of good ones and, you know, they're all been good to me. So, but he sort of plays a bit of a special part, you know, with for me personally. You know, he's a sort of a one-man dog and mm. I've had him from from day one, you know. So, yeah, he's probably the best, I'll say. And he came very close to winning our Adelaide Cup last year as well, didn't he? Yeah, it took a freak to beat him. <laughs> he and did. 
Yeah, but we turned the tables at the right race, really, the Melbourne Cup, so mm. <laughs> at least we got one on him anyway. Yeah, you certainly have. What a thrill that would have been. How how, how, how thrilling was that night for you, Anthony? Oh, it was just amazing, mate. It, yeah, a lot of things, you know, it's... it's oh, I can't explain it, I'll be honest. It mm. was just an amazing feeling. It, you know, I thought he was beat a couple times, but returning for home, I've seen him found another gear and... That feeling was just unbelievable, mate. Yeah, oh, no doubt it would have been. And the kennel mate, Fernando Wright, beat him last start. Is that right? Yeah, yeah he beat him last start. He's, he's got a bit of, He's a nice little dog, Fernando Wright. He's, he's all heart, you know. He, he's definitely not in the league of him, but, you know, you wouldn't mind a kennel full of them, that's for sure. He, he's the same. He just gets to the races and he wants a race. And mm. he's a very good chaser and... Yeah, he can run 600 as well, so that's that's a bonus with him. Where does Whiskey Riot go now? Anthony, where do we see him again? Look, I was going to race him this week, but I changed my mind. Um, I'm trying to isolate my dog as much as I can. Yeah. I'm going to trial him at um, at Shepparton on Thursday. I'm just going to get him ready for the Easter egg. Yep. And, um, yeah, go from there. All right. Tell us about these two dogs on Sunday night that the uh, the punters are going to want to have a look at. Let's touch on Short Pork first. Um, now he's an interesting bred type. He's out of Solzanti Porky Teller. Uh, Solzanti, looking back at its breeding, it was a handy type. It only had, I think, 11 starts, but it won seven of them. Yeah, look, he, he, he was a big rap down here when he was racing. Um, but unfortunately, he got a career-ending injury and he went to stud and you know, for the bitches he's had, he's done well, you mm. know. Um, this dog here, obviously, you can see he can run. Um, he's a he's a bit of a funny dog. He's he's a little bit standoffish when you get to the races. He, he's a big king around here, but as soon as he's out of his comfort zone, he's a little bit standoffish. But, look, he bombed the start last yeah. week. I was a bit surprised, I'll be honest with you. He's usually a pretty good beginner, and, yeah, he just bombed the start, and, yeah, but just tells you how good he is, you know. When he got that run through, he can. He's a good chaser. That's that's mm. the thing with him. He's a very good chaser, and he's pretty strong. Yeah, looking back at his record, he started his career, I think, at Grafton. He had his first race start. So, how did you get him? Yeah, look, the owner rang me up and asked me about him. Would he be still? I was if he was good enough to come to Victoria. And I looked at his form; he was certainly good enough, you know. And yeah, and we just took him from there. Yeah, but he's had 32 starts now, 16 wins and 12 minors. So he's a he's a good money earner, isn't he? He is. He is a very good money earner. Um, it's like I said, he's just his tenacity of the chase. That's that's his asset, you know. He, mm. You know, at least I could know if he bombs a start, he still keep coming, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah look, he was a very good um, pick-up and... I think he's got a bright future, so, yeah, we'll just have to see. All right, he's got box eight in the final Sunday night. He's uh, he's won from box eight before. He's placed four other times. So, as you said, he's normally a reliable beginner. So, box eight's probably going to suit him better than box one, isn't it? Well, most definitely. I think box eight's his box, really, because mm. I've trialled him a couple of times off the outside, and he nails the jump pretty good. When he had his first start at the Meadows, he come out really good off the six, and... He just needs room to move, you know, because he's sort of a big, lanky dog. Yeah. And um, my other dog in the seven is going to give him all the room he's going to he wants, you know, because he wants to get to the fence pretty sharp. How quick can he run short pork? Because he ran some real hot time there last Friday. Yeah, look, I looked at the replay and see how bad he bombed the start. You know, it's pretty hard to say, you know, he could off that, you know, if he, if he you know, if everything goes right, you know, you possibly could see him break, maybe break 25, you know, mm. off that run. I think 
you know, he's only he ran twenty five oh eight. So, look, yeah, it's just a different week. Greyhound racing can certainly okay. change in a week, you know. Yeah. So. But look, he's definitely right in the race, being out there. Yeah, he'll start favourite for sure. Your other runner in the race, Toby Time. Now he, he was good. He, he got the money. He was able to ping out from box eight last week and and lead throughout. In these, as far as ability is concerned, short pork's got him covered, is he, Anthony? Oh, 100 percent on ability. Yeah, 100 percent. But he, out there with him, he's got he's got good that good early burn. He's got the first two sections are really good. Yep. Um. Look, he's um, he's run really good time around Sandown and Meadows as well for me. So he'll um, he's actually going should make the race for the dog. Really, mm. you know, yeah. If he was drawn inside, I'll probably give him a real huge chance. But yeah, he's drawn out there. Sort of, he wants to get to the fence. But he's a nice dog, that's for sure. Yeah, and he has won from box seven before. So potentially he leads and crosses and gives Short Pork a run over. What's your biggest danger of the the South Australians here, Anthony? Look, I reckon all of them, they're, they're all, you know, the local dogs are always hard to beat, you know. And um, uh, the six, I'm trying to think of its name now. Um, Lucy? Yeah, it was a really good run. and. Mm. There's another one in the five. Um, not not, Al- not Alfieri. Alfieri, that's the one. Mm. He, he was very impressive. Um, you got Carencia um, in box two as well. Carencia, yeah. Look, it's a, it's a really hard race. It's, it's certainly not going to be a walk in the park. You know what I mean? So, I can't consider them all dangerous. Every race I do because mm. they've earned their spot, and you know, it, it's a good race. So. Yeah. You know, you know, we just got to hopefully we just get a bit of luck and see what happens. Yep. And what were your thoughts on the Murray Bridge uh, race track and club up there? It's pretty, pretty spectacular, isn't it? Absolutely sensational. That's that's I can put it down to uh, the straight track there, the facilities there. You know, it's I take my hat off South Australia. They've done a really, really nice set up there. It's a good, safe track, good bends. You know, it's not a sharp bend going around the turns and. No, I really, really love that track. It's a really nice track. Yeah, well, we love you coming over too, Anthony. We love you bringing greyhounds to South Australia. You've got some quality types, and we wish you the very best of luck on Sunday night. You've got two great chances, and uh, we'll see you at the track. No, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, Anthony. Anthony has a party there, our guest here on the Dogcast. Uh, of course, he's got the favourite short pork there on Sunday night and Toby Time. He's got a wonderful team. As he said, he's got about uh, 29 dogs in uh, in work at the moment. So he's got a big kennel and uh, he's got a big following all over Australia. As I said, he's won the Melbourne Cup with Whiskey Ride. He's had some fantastic greyhounds in the past with Raw Ability, uh, who, of course, has well participated so well over here in Adelaide uh, around the Adelaide Cup time. Zambora Brocky. Crash Bandicoot, Fernando's right. He's got some good dogs, and he's always been a successful trainer. We wish him the very best of luck there on Sunday night. So that's been the Dogcast for another week. Hopefully you've enjoyed the uh, the Dogcast. We will be back in the first week in April. Uh, Sean Matheson will hopefully join me then as well, and we'll be looking at all the races coming up towards Easter.